Hello there! Are you ready to have some fun? This is the story of Rawl's Adventures, starring Ashley McLean as Rawl, the raccoon that always has some kind of scheme up his sleeve, Eli Royal as Doc, the impulsive and kind of bonkers guy that lives in the park, and hosted by Jason Hobbs. Come have a listen and a laugh! Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I am not your host, Eli, playing Doc. And I'm Ashley. I'm playing Grawl. And I am your host, Jason, and I am everyone else. Well, what's what's this episode sponsored by, Eli? Do you have any ideas? Sheer force of will. Hey folks, it's Eli here with a quick ad break. This episode was recorded before our sponsor, Metallic Dice Gaming, came along. And uh, I personally bought their gold and purple metal dice, their uh, metal and its gold plating on the edges and numbers with uh, purple enamel in the middle, and I love them. They've uh, got your traditional dice, they've got metal dice, and they even have these stone dice, and uh, I'm about to get me some of that, them amethyst, test, test, test. <laughs> amethyst dice myself. Uh, go to metallicdicegames.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD for 10% off anything in the store. Uh, Alright, back to the episode. When we last left off, you guys had uh, met a mad scientist named Dr. Cadmus Mayhew, who is very interested in horseshoe crab blood for some reason. For she science. Yeah, for science. She believes it will make her rich. You guys tagged along because, A, she's paying you money to be your bodyguard, and B, you have an interest in uh, joining her with her washing machine patent. And so you took a submarine, uh, a really crappy makeshift submarine, but a submarine nonetheless, through the sewers into, um, I wouldn't really call it the ocean ocean, but into some shallow waters that led to a cave which then led to some sort of ancient temple to uh, the dwarven goddess. Oh, which one was it? One of the dwarven goddesses. Nenhilda. 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 Which appeared to have been overrun by Sahuagin and potentially other entities, one of them being a giant... Well, two of them being giant crabs. One of them, the crab king... A absolutely massive Alaskan sea crab, essentially, whatever the Yildar equivalent to that is, who had destroyed several ships that ended up getting stuck in this cavern, which then Doc managed to successfully uh, talk him into being pacifistic and not fighting them. And then they began a discussion with the horseshoe crab guy which then led to them managing to extract enough of his blood. And while they did manage to anger him slightly, they did not manage to arouse his ire in any meaningful way. Yeah! After which you stepped through a glory portal because reasons. Why not? <laughs> that was, I think, the reason why. Yep. And so, as you step through that glowing portal, you get the sensation of just wind rushing all around you and then you stumble out of some sort of storage closet into what appears to be a rather I wouldn't say it fancy I would or fine I would call it well maintained wooden dwelling of some sort 
You have no idea where you are. It's like Narnia. I keep telling you, Rawl, Narnia is not real. Narnia is real. I don't know. It just kind of looks like we walked into somebody's house. All right. I'm gonna just and go, go find a door. This, yeah. To describe this area for you, you're in some sort of storeroom. There are barrels and barrels and barrels of just various things. There's basically uh, cloth, leather, metal ores and ingots, some alchemical supplies, pantry. It's definitely some sort of warehouse or storage area. And there is a door approximately right next to your uh, right. I just opened the door. Cool. You open the door and you see what is this is this map that I have for you guys is a approximation closest I could find. Basically, you don't have global illumination on, so I can't see anything. Really? Yeah. Mm, that's annoying. <laughs> Even though I, I thought I turned off dynamic lighting, so that wouldn't be an issue. Oh, it might be that my token doesn't have sight, because if you adjusted it, adjusted the token in a different map, that doesn't adjust all the tokens. But I turned either. off dynamic lighting, though. Which should have turned it off globally, or is that not how it works? No, nah, that's not how it works. Dynamic lighting is just for, like, walls and stuff. I think. I don't actually know. Whatever. We'll know very shortly. Did that fix the issue? No. Interesting. Because all of you are on the map. Well, you know what? It doesn't matter that much anyway, because it really was just a representative thing. It wasn't actually accurate to the space. So, you know what? We'll fix that later. That gives me more leeway to describe what's going on. In fact, in that case, let's just put you at start. There. Can you see yourselves now? Yeah. I turned off dynamic lighting. How? Oh. Okay. It wasn't turned off in the regular, only in the, uh... It's weird. Okay. As I said, I'm experimenting with it. So then this should work now, right? Yeah, probably. Can you see stuff now? Yep. Yeah. Yay! So we'll go back to my representative map that's kinda sorta (laughs) what's going on here. Anyway, so as you open the door, you see you're clearly in what is some sort of store or shop. There, You're actually behind the counter right now in some sort of, again, storage area. And as you open the door, you see what appears to be a teenage half-orc currently manning the counter, and you're already behind it, and as you open the door, there's the telltale of a hinge that needs to be oiled a little bit more. And as that happens, the teenage half-orc turns around, and he goes, Huh? How did you get in here? We walked through a portal. My name's Doc. This is David. I'm Rawlwood. Where, where are we at? And then, like at this point, Doctor Kenneth is like, "Are we in?" Oh my lord, we are. We're in Columbo's Curiosities. It's a rather reputable magic shop. Wasn't expecting there to be a portal to it from, well, really anywhere but any of the major cities. Sorry about that. Can we? Can we speak to your manager? Oh, sorry. I'm I'm supposed to be the mad scientist lady. I'll let I'll let you all take the lead as my uh, hired bodyguard. Who's Columbo? The shopkeeper, basically, at this point. 
He's, um, well, hold on, let me go get him. And you see that there is also a, uh, a cat just kind of lazily lounging uh, next to a spot of sunlight on the uh, countertop. And in the store, there is, there's jewelry, there's arms and armor and potions and pretty much every type of adventurer gear imaginable is housed here. The shopkeep disappears for about five minutes. So what would you like to do in that time frame? I'm just going to start touching stuff. Most of it is behind a glass case. Oh, then I'm just looking at stuff. Okay. Or I'll find something shiny and immediately want to see it out his, uh, what is that thing? Like, where you cut glass? Oh, okay. <laughs> Nipples. Okay. <laughs> I feel like he's going to get caught, so. Make a thievery check. And what what would Rawl be interested in? Just, just Anything loosely. shiny that looks like it would make him money. Anything shiny. Okay, that's a lot of things here. Make a thievery check, and I'll go and see what that item is. I'm assuming he would go for the most expensive thing in the room. Oh god, he got a he got a two. Ooh, that's a that is a failure. That's real bad. So you go to cut the glass, and try as you might, the glass doesn't cut. What kind of? In fact, you actually find yourself dulling your glass, your glass cutter, trying to cut this glass. He just looks at it and is like, oh, alright, I gotta get a new one. It's still usable, it just needs to be fixed. Sharpened. Yeah. It just makes sense. At that point, he's probably just gonna go over to the cat. It's a cat? <laughs> well, you said there was a cat in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just staring at the cat? Probably gonna try and pet it. Alright, start petting the cat. It, it it purrs at you and leans into you a little bit. I am currently looking for things that... There it is. That'll be useful for when we need things to be found. Yes. It, I, have, I have resources. Resources that are glitching out on me for some reason. Oh, I think Roll20 is Roll just having problems. No, that wasn't roll. This is not roll twenty. I'm I'm utilizing a separate website to get a magic shop generated. That's what I'm doing. In about five minutes, the half orc assistant walks out with what can be described as a golden retriever wearing a business suit. Just a regular golden retriever wearing a a, a very well tailored business suit. Hi. Where'd you get that suit made? I've been trying to find a place to get David a nice suit so he can go in for some job interviews, and everybody just looks at me like I'm nuts. And I actually want both of you to make a notice check as well. Rawl, fittingly, does not notice. Doc, this is the same dog that you stumbled across a couple of times in the park, and I think once or twice on the on your adventures with... Uh... And as you ask this, he says... And you all hear this in your head. All of you. <laughs> oh, well, you see, I, I have quite the fine uh, tailor. Unfortunately, he doesn't really like to hang out in this particular dimension. But I can give you his card. I'd really appreciate that. How'd you get in our head? Or how'd you get in my head? Uh, this, is this not how all canines communicate? Nah, normally they use their mouths. 
well, and and you see, he's also like he's barking while he's doing this. It's just he's making dog noises at you, but your brain's translating them into whatever language you happen to speak. Yeah, no, that is not normal. He kind of shrugs. Eh, whatever. And a business card appears in the air and just floats towards Doc. I take it. It's a blank piece of black paper. Thanks. As far as you're concerned. I'll keep this in mind. He just puts it in his pocket. Alright. Can you add mysterious business card to your inventory? I can. Please do. Because that might come in. I don't know. Plot hooks whenever I need to use plot hooks. Let's call it that. Uh, how did you arrive in my back room, though? That That is a question that I have for all of you. We went through a portal? From a you room. went through a... Oh, portals are on the fritz again. Well, wouldn't mind doing me a small favor, would you? Probably. Depends on what we get. Ah, uh, well... And then Ken is sort of pips up. Uh, actually, sir, they're, they're already on a mission from, from me. Very lucrative one. And he goes, oh, yes, yes, that. Really? Now? Now of all times? Now of all places? <sighs> and suddenly, a two sacks of approximately, uh, I think it was 200 gold is what she offered you? 200 gold pieces arrive at your feet. That's been deducted from your account, Miss Mayhew. And she's just like, right. in, in disbelief, like, what, what just happened? Here you go, Rawl. I don't have any pockets. Alright. We're getting rich. Mm-hmm. Now, there's is a lot of cool stuff to buy here. <laughs> I'm gonna reiterate that. If you need to pick up any adventuring supplies, this is the place to do it. Uh, the task is uh, reasonably well paid. I have a few suspicions of who might be tampering with my portals, potentially attempting to rob the place while I am out of town, as it were. Psst. Hey, Rawl. Is he talking about you? Not not for this place. While Mr. Rawl is on my list of potential thieves, he is not how should I put this? Considered a major threat to my institution. I believe he values his life enough to not do such foolery. Also, I believe yeah. his tools are not quite up to the task. Rob looks at his messed up glass cutter. I take great pride in my security here, you see. What kind of stuff is in the sh- like, out of character, what kind of stuff is in the shop that we would need? Sure. Weapons, arms, armor, potions, Various alchemical supplies. This is... If this were D&D, which this shop is... Has a lot of items from D&D available. It basically has various magical items and wondrous items at its disposal. In fact, because I've already generated it... What exactly would Rawl be looking for? Would he be looking for just generic items? uh, Armor, weapons, potions... I feel like he would look for a weapon. I know he has a knife right now, but something 
something so small like that, mm-hmm. but uh, definitely a weapon, and I don't really know what else he would be looking for, to be honest. Okay. What catches your eye, because of what the generator generated, do you have the shooting skill? That way I know what to ignore and what to not ignore. Where on your character sheet would you find... Under your skills? Uh, just skills. Yeah. If it's not under your skills, then you don't have it. Yeah, I don't have it. Okay, so you just have fighting. Alright. So, in that case, there is... I'm just going to list all of the melee weapons. Uh, a distinctive great axe carved with the holy symbol of Jura, the war god uh, for the dragonborn. There is a spear of some sort, uh, and the placard below says, Foes slain by this weapon are said to dissolve into shards of shattered bones. There is a hand axe, and every strike by that weapon is said to be accompanied by a burst of shadows. There is a mace, which is uh, rather finely crafted with runes of power. Uh, There's another mace, which honestly kind of creeps you out a little bit uh, and the placard below that does that foes slain by this weapon fade and vanish without a trace and there is a scimitar which is said to have been created to slay the leviathan there is a sword a great sword another great sword and that one says there's a lot of blood with that one basically and and a couple of tridents is there anything that's small that he could um, that all sounds big. Potentially. Let me just roll again and see what it does. And also, Columbo says, uh, well, I can also do custom work for a, a more expensive fee. How expensive are we talking? Well, it would be double the standard cost of whatever the weapon would cost. I mean, I just need to upgrade my knife. Well, if you already have the components... I'm going to distract us real quick. Please For do. our audience, I had to step away from the mic because there was what I thought was a... Uh, well, it doesn't matter what I thought it was at first, but I'm pretty sure it was a woodchuck just hanging out in my yard. What? Yeah, and it was... Uh, <clears throat> I had the door open so I could try and you know move a little closer to get a better look at it. And it was moving down the path to my shanty, and then it saw me and froze, and I moved a little bit closer, trying to get a better angle on it to see, get a better idea of what it was. And then it ran into my shed. Oh my god. So I think there's a woodchuck (laughs) living in my shed. Uh, okay. (laughs) Um, all right. I, uh, I really love this. (laughs) <laughs> One of Doc's friends decided to come out of the game and live in your yard. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a uh, uh, groundhog, which I guess are technically woodchucks. I think a beaver's a woodchuck. No. Really? Beavers okay. are big. Beavers are surprisingly big. I mean, this was yeah. easily the size of my cat. Yeah. If, if the... They're pretty yeah, if it was colored differently, I would say it might have been a badger because of the shape of it and its tail, but it doesn't have the right coloring to be a North American badger. You'd freak out if it was a North American badger. I'd be wondering what the fuck it's doing here. Accurate. So, 
back to the game because I found the details I needed. You could get what is essentially a plus one dagger for 150 gold. That sounds reasonable. You can do that. Um, he could also do a plus two for 250 or a plus, well, plus three you can't afford. I'm going to put that out there right now. Just plus one for right now. Raul doesn't want to spend a ton of money. That's just how he is. All right. So it's going to be 150 gold. And uh, change your dagger uh, description to plus one dagger. And actually, I th- can I mess with your sheet? I wonder. Yes. Then I shall do it. And basically what happens is Columbo asks for your dagger and you hold it out to him. And he just reaches out and touches it and closes his eyes and focuses. And for a second, everything around the dagger, like the light around the dagger, begins to flicker with this reddish uh, black light. And then when Columbo's paw releases, it has these new runes engraved into it. So, Scott, do you want some better clothes, buddy? Nah, I'm good. Alright, will you see anything in here that uh, you might want? got enough money. Nah. I love that you're so simple, Doc. It's great. But the good news is your knife now counts as magic. Because it is literally a plus one knife from the D&D SOD. So. Only arguably way more powerful because the to-hit number is way lower. <laughs> so. That is is true. there anything else you wish to procure? Procure? Pourquoi? I think we're good. Unless, I mean, Doc wants to get something for David. I was about to say, uh, Doc goes, Hey, do you have anything for David? Like, um, something to make his claws better, or... What did you have in mind? I don't know. Maybe something to make him a little bit tougher. He's a big ol' softy. Aww. And then he, like... (laughs) Columbo looks at David... And then David looks at Columbo, and then there's a moment that passes between them, and then David just sits. And you don't know what's just happened, but... <clears throat> you see, yeah. Doc just assumes that David's being polite. Paul doesn't really know what to think. Also, quick Google search, definitely a groundhog. Okay. Yes. Which are woodchucks. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't either. Well, if you're just looking to make him harder to hit, I can craft a suit of uh, plate for him. Actually, I think I have one of my old ones back when I was an adventurer. There you go, Doc. He might not, it might not be like a business suit, but he can have a suit. What do you I'm think, David? The, I'm looking up the price right now. If it's used, they get a discount. And it's also not custom work, because it's something he already has. Custom yep. work is expensive because it's custom. And of course, you provided your own material, which made it way less expensive. Normally, he charges 250 for that. Well, in the Savage Worlds book, we'd be looking at about 1,500 gold. Well, unfortunately, I don't have any like advice on how much more expensive to make things that are magic. Well, it doesn't have to be magic. It's just something to keep him from getting hurt so bad. Oh, you're talking about for the armor. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he's strong enough to use uh, 
plate armor anyway. I mean, he's not. It's magic. I don't need no stinking magic. Alright. Him's a dog. Him's a strong boy. How much do you say you think it said it cost? Uh, plate barding, like for a horse, which would apply to David, although he's a lot smaller, mm-hmm. is uh, 1500 I don't think you have that much. I'd make it 500 just because he is smaller, so there's less material involved. Okay. And uh, that'll be basically the same benefit, plus three. So, sorry. It's the... not going to be the, the plate plus four. It's going to be the bronze. Ah, okay. So it's going to be plus three. Uh-huh. That aside, shopping episode, everyone. Yeah. If, if Zara is nothing else. Nah. And Candace is going to do shopping on her own time. Again, she's been here before. She knows how to get here. Uh, well, I have... Now that your, our transactions are complete... And basically what happens is he goes over and like once once you give him the money, he goes over and just rummages around in the back and this uh, suit of bronze, very much bronze dog armor, just floats through the air and lands softly by David. And Dr. Mayhew, with your permission, will begin to armor him up. Uh, it's not up to me. It's David's decision. I mean, David lets her. She seems nice. She smells good. And that's all that matters. And that's what happened. Now that all your transactions are taken care of, now on to the matter of business of a second sword. My portals. Where exactly were you? Well, where approximately were you when you stumbled into my back room? We were hanging out with the king crab? Yeah, down in down in the caves crustaceans. They taste good, but they're a little too spiny. He seemed like an okay guy. Interesting. Follow me. Don't we do. And he basically walks back with you guys to the portal, and he just closes his eyes and sits, and you see the colors shift. Uh, It starts out as a soft, almost ocean blue, and it begins to run through all these colors. Blue, black, gray. There's a, a purple, a green, a violet. Almost like a mauve at one point. And then, just before the sequence ends, it's all the colors of the rainbow at once in this big ocean-like swirl. Or not ocean-like, whirlwind-like swirl. And then it just, you hear the sound of something shattering in the distance. And then it just and powers off. Well, that's not right. That's not right at all. And Columbo's eyes open back up. Well, where are you all from? We're all just wide-eyed. We're from Seoul. (laughs) We're from the streets. Well, there are many streets, my dear Rawl. Seoul, though. At least I can get you close to home. But... May I have a little bit of your hair, my dear? Talking to me? Yes. What do you need my hair for? Well, if you want to get home reliably, I need to know where you've been. No, no, don't worry about where I've been. <sighs> Fine. He's gonna give him the hair, though. It's like, alright. 
Oh. Reluctantly. And he'll just... He doesn't have pockets. Because he's wearing a suit jacket. And there's a fake pocket, but it's not a real pocket. So it just... Dis- like, you pluck it, and you go to give it to Columbo, and then it just vanishes from your hand. That will suffice. Now, give me a moment to get this back online. I think... With what that has told me. I just ran a diagnostic procedure on the portals, as it were. I think... Well, I think I know, but I'll need you to confirm. If you're still accepting to pay the task, of course. Yes. Probably. Alright, well... I don't... And I feel like I need to stress this. I don't need you to apprehend anyone, although doing so will certainly earn you a, a rather fine bonus. I simply need the name of whoever is tampering with my portals. But, yes, if you manage to apprehend whoever is tampering with my business, you will be rewarded, shall we say, double or nothing? Sounds pretty good. Very well. And this, trying to avoid making him seem like a demon, because he's not a demon at all. He's just different. But, unfortunately, I see no... eh, There is a way around it. There is a way around the analogy. So we have a deal, then. And he he raises a paw to shake hands with yours. Okay, he shakes his hand. Or paw. Doc. David. David puts his paw in. Doc goes ahead. And as that happens, for for just, like, a second, you swear you feel some sort of tendrils shaking your hand even though you see what is very much still a dog paw then whatever grip you're in is released very well a little bit more tinkering give me give me a few minutes and he begins fiddling around with the portal again trying to get it back up this whole time by the way the um shop assistant now you realize which was the teenage half work is just staring at all this with disbelief and uh, just a little bit of fear. Just a little bit of who are these people and why why does he trust them? Don't worry about it. It's pretty much what Rawl says. Rawl catches him staring. He's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, kid. Here, buy yourself some chocolate. Oh, wait, I'm not I'm not going to pay you anything to buy chocolate. Just, just go. Just do it. Yeah, I was going to say Rawl's not going to give anyone money. He's just going to scram. He you know, like Fane's doing it. And sure enough, a few minutes pass, and Rawl is able to get, or not Rawl, words. Columbo is able to get the portal back online, and when it finally does, it's like, ah, I finally got the signature down. There we are. You see what appears to be a rather ramshackle-looking farmhouse of some sort on the other side. All right, oh, bye. Go Doc just are. walks Go. through. Chop, chop, investigate. Go, do what you adventurers do. And, like, Katniss is just like, Oh, go with them, woman. You're the only one that has magic. She will travel through as well. Now, it's at this point I have to ask, is there a way to quickly add tokens to maps? Or do I have to drag? Uh, you have to drag. I mean, you should be able to just copy and paste once you drag them. Let's see here. Let's see. Where are you guys going to teleport in at? I know. By the sewer grate. That works. Because we're trash. Because the, the sewers back. work in mysterious ways. So the groundhog's back? Yeah, he's just 
chilling out in front of the shed, nibbling on grass. Utilizing these free maps that we have because quarantine. That's still too big. Here's a fun fact. Groundhogs are a subspecies of marmot. Hmm. Marmot just sounds like varmint. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> He's coming down along the path. I wonder if I left the door open if he'd come in. Do you want a groundhog to roll in there with you? I don't think you understand how close to Doc I am. I mean, yeah, but... Oh, no. Hey, if I mind my if I mind my business and he minds his business, we won't have any problems. I mean, this is true. Mm. I mean, I've chilled in the same area as black snakes and not had an issue. Here, yeah. oh, you can see him, can't you? Not anymore. Aha! I can't see nothing. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I haven't moved the t- the thing over yet. Excellent. My plan is working. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally. I'm on the same map. No, no, no. That that's good because oh, okay. um, I haven't moved you over to the new map yet. Is what I'm saying, which oh, okay. is good because I placed a token where I wanted him to be, but I didn't have him on the GM layer, which means you would have seen him, which meant I would have had to move him from his spot oh. to keep him okay. stealthed, as that it were. Out. Anyway, you guys distracted you me, and I don't know where he went. You what? I said you guys distracted me, and I don't know where the woodchuck he went. He doesn't know where the groundhog ran off to. That's your fault for not paying attention. Did you have the door open to your shanty? Nah, it's too cold outside. So. Is the map supposed to be black? Uh, no, it's not. If this is going to be a problem, it's going to be annoying. I can see stuff. Are you in a black part of the map that we are? Nope. It shouldn't be. The whole map should be visible. I don't have anything concealed. Well, there's walls, right? Because those are black. I mean, yeah, but... It's like a building. Okay. You can see inside the building. You can see the man inside the building, right? I can't see anything. Well, I'm asking Ashley. No, I can't. I can't see anyone in the buildings. Like, I can't... Like, the walls are... I mean, I can see walls. What? I played around with one setting and then everything's broken. I don't know anymore. Can you see now, Eli? Uh, give me a second. Do you want dynamic lighting to be on? No, I don't. Okay. Is it on again? So, under page settings, if you scroll down, the old settings for dynamic lighting are still there. I went ahead and turned it off. Okay, how do I do that? For, like, globally? On like all the maps? Map. I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't think you can. I think you have right, to do well, it individually. Where, where's the settings? Where would I find that? When you go to adjust like the size of the map and stuff like that in the map settings, yeah. instead yeah. of clicking on the dynamic lighting tab, just uh-huh. scroll down. Because that's where the old settings used to be. Uh, and they're still there. Oh. I see. That would be why. Well, now we know. Yeah. Now I can fix things. So, as you step through the ruined farm estate portal, you step through, and suddenly we're there. You see uh, several buildings scattered throughout. There appears to be some sort of farmhouse to your uh, direct south here. You also see a warehouse of some sort directly to your north. 
and then there is the actual uh, house itself. I say directly, it's it's realistically spread out over a lot of footage, but the point is you can see it. Keep. Like it's again, it's a it's a farmstead, so they're not all right next to each other. They're just scattered throughout this area, and it's and it's gonna it's is actually you arrive um just as sunset is beginning, and the wind kind of blows kind of eerily, and there's just a slight slight drizzle, and uh, this place appears to be abandoned. As I said, uh, many of the buildings appear to be run down. Uh, several of them have holes in their roofs and rotting parts of their edifices. And that is where you are at. Hmm. Hmm. That is what you can see from being outside in approximately the middle of the uh, area. As I said, the map is representative. It's not direct. Is there a uh, a stick around that oh, Doc yeah. could use as a staff? Oh yeah, plenty. Then like, Doc picks one up and just goes, yeah, hey, look, a basically, stick. Basically what it is, is you see a lot of, like, rotting tree limbs, and then you actually stumble across a small fire pit, and next to the fire pit there is uh, one of those staffs you use to basically control the fire, and they're generally pretty sturdy. Cool. This is old. Really, really oh. old. Like, the ashes are still there, and the pit itself is still there, but it's overgrown, and you can see that there's actually greenery basically growing in the fire pit. But the stick's still there. A little bit of a charred tip at the end, but still approximately Doc's height. Looks like you can write with it. Cool. Let's find somewhere to be so that we get out of this uh, cold. Yeah, it is. it is cold and damp. I wouldn't describe it as rainy, but it is damp. And night is fastly approaching. So, why don't we just go to the place on, like, to the, to their right. Alright, so the, the warehouse? Yeah. Alright, so as you approach the warehouse itself, you hear what is quite audibly uh, shuffling around from towards the back. And there's, there's basically, as you enter, there is a, uh, a table of some sort and some chairs. There's a we already established newspapers do exist in there. There's a, a newspaper on table. And there's some mugs of stale coffee that have been laid out for, quite frankly, far too long. There's actually, the the cream has molded over. Oh, that's so gross. Yep. And this was very clearly used as, again, a, a storeroom for the grain and other, and hay and other excess materials that they needed around the farm. There's still all of that in there, like hay and stuff like that? Yeah, some of it's rotted, but the containers that were properly constructed are still sealed. Alright, good night. Doc just lays down on the floor. You are shuffling from the back. David will go investigate the shuffling. Alright, uh, have David make a notice check. He got a t- uh, seven. So, as David goes to investigate the shuffling in the back, someone whether it be Doc or Rawl, probably Rawl, goes to read the newspaper, and it says, Missing children, and there's, like, there's five children listed that have gone missing in the past couple of months that this was posted. Which was, by the looks of it, several years ago. I feel like Rawl would have been trying to use it as a blanket and then 
saw that and was like, oh, God. And with that, we're going to end this episode. Plug your pluggables. Well, I've been Eli, and you can find me whenever the sky is clear, stealing from you. All right. Well, I'm not going to be stealing from you. I probably will beat up Eli in the process of helping you. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. The tag of Am Cosplay Queen. I have a YouTube channel where I do various Let's Plays called Erasil Prime. E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E. And I will be watching from the solemn window as those two duke it out. That is all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for stopping by for this part of our adventure. This podcast is part of the We Play RPGs network. You can learn more about We Play RPGs at weplayrpgs.com, on all social media at weplayrpgs, and if you support this podcast on patreon.com slash weplayrpgspodcast. You can always find wonderful merch at tpublic.com. Just search for We Play RPGs. Anyway, bye!